Praise the Lord. Hello there, brothers and sisters. My name is Theo Nez, and I live in Farmington, New Mexico. Today I'd like to share with you my testimony about how God did a wonderful and miraculous thing for me and my family, how He brought His precious salvation into our home. Back in July of 1995, I was a wild person. I used to drink and take drugs, and I didn't care about nothing. But one day I overdosed on speed, and my heart stopped. I died for four hours. What I'm about to tell you may make you think twice about life, and what lies after death. When my heart stopped, the noise of the world had just faded away. And total darkness came, and there I saw three demons that came out of my heart, and they went out into the window laughing. As I left my body, I turned around and Jesus was standing behind me. His hair was golden white. He was wearing a white garment with golden sash. His shoes were golden sandals, and he walks and talks very gentle. There was light all around him. And my soul already knew him. I walk over to him and ask, Jesus, where, you, where were you? I was looking for you. And he spoke very softly and said, I never left you. I've always been by your side. I was always waiting for you to repent and do the Father's will. You know, I was called to preach a few years back. I said, Lord, I'll go. But I ran. I said, I can't do it. I'm too young. When God calls and interferes with your life, you got no other choice but to say yes to Him. Then I told Jesus, I thought I was going to live for another 30 years. Then He said, Come, thou hast much to see. And He took my hand and we started walking downwards. There was a path. It was dark and Jesus himself was the light. And soon I could see demons all around us. They were trying to grab for me. But I held on to Jesus' hand like a little child. Because he was my only protection. And he started talking to me. He said, Thou knowest the Father is angry with thee. Because I was playing church and running like Jonah. The Bible says Jonah was called to preach. But he ran from God. I'd done this for so many years. Now it's caught up with me. I knew I died in my sins. It was too late. And as we continued walking, Jesus spoke of many things. And I asked many questions. Then we came to this certain area and we stopped. He said, look up ahead. I could see in the distance brightness. It's just like driving to town at night, and you can see lighting up ahead. Then Jesus asked me, What do you think that is? I said, Lord, that looks like hell. Maybe the flames of hell. Sure enough, as we walk closer, we come to the ledge of a canyon. I could see the canyon that was about two miles deep, and maybe three miles across. And down below, I could see flames. And everything was orange-red. I started to tremble. I was afraid. I knew I was going to end up down there. 
Then Jesus asked me to look down. But I couldn't even look down. I started to cry and run behind Jesus. I said, Lord. There I started repenting. I cried, Lord, forgive me. I will pay. I will preach now, Lord. Give me one more chance. I was crying like a baby. Then we continued walking. Soon we were down into the pits of hell. There I saw many things. Words cannot describe what I'm about to tell you. What I saw was a place full of human souls. And demons all were all around. The Bible says in Isaiah 5.14 Therefore hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. And their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoices shall descend into it. There were human souls being tormented in flames. Screams and cries were all over. There was no hope no hope for the lost souls. Why? Because they rejected Jesus. Some waited too long. Many played church and ran from God. Even running from God can get you into hell. You can laugh your way into hell, but you'll never laugh your way out. Won't you lift up your hands and tell the Lord, Do I ever let this happen to me? And as we continue to walk, I could see there were hundreds and thousands of pits. And at this time I was weak and crying. And we came to this certain pit, which was empty. And there were flames coming out of it. And Jesus told me, This is the pit the devil has dug for you. There I started screaming. I cried, Lord, I don't want to go there. I started to cry and repent. I said, Jesus, give me one more chance. I cried like Jonah cried out of the belly of hell. In the 16th chapter of Luke, we read about Lazarus and the rich man. How the rich man had everything he had ever wanted. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which lay at the gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs that which fell off the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy upon me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am being tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth the good things, but likewise Lazarus the evil things. But now he is comfort, and thou art tormented. And besides all this between us, and you there is a great guff, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send Lazarus to my father's house. For I have five brothers, 
that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes unto them from the dead, they will repent. But he said unto him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. O people, please listen. This is a reality. Get right with God while you can. And soon I realized we were back out. And we were standing in an isolated area. And there Jesus said, listen. And I began to hear a woman praying. I could hear her loud and clear in the whole universe. And as she prayed, she said, Lord, bring him back. Give him another chance. Lord, he's got two boys to raise. He's all I've got. Don't take him from me. You believe prayer and faith can move anything? The Bible says, What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And the woman continued praying. Jesus asked me, Who do you think that is? I said, Lord, that's my wife. I said, Lord, did you hear that? I got two boys to raise. I began to tap Jesus on his shoulder. I can't die now. My family needs me. I started coming up with many excuses. And there was no answer. I started to cry again. My wife continued praying. And there was a period of waiting which seemed like hours. And finally God the Father answered us. And he spoke. And his voice was like many waters. He said, Son... I'm going to give you another chance. Because of prayer and the faith of your wife, I will spare you. But when I send you back, I'm going to use you. There I started making many vows. I said, Lord, I'll preach. I'll do anything. I'll tell the people about this place. I said, Lord, I'll help you save souls. After this, we walk into a room. And a giant screen just came on like a television. And there I was shown my past, present, future. I see myself as a little child to an adult. And there I believe Jesus gave a revelation, a vision. He revealed many things that are about to come to pass. He said, truly we are living in the last days. He said, go back and tell the people. Tell them to walk right and repent. Tell them they need to stop playing with me and start keeping my commandments. One of the things he brought out was hiding behind the Bible and covering up, living in sin. God can hear and see all things. He said, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Oh, how they love to teach the commandments of men and lay aside the commandment of God. After that he said, Fear not, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. What thou hearest right. He said, He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the church. 
And there he's giving me three verses. These three verses have a message. Like a warning. The first verse is in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 15. There the Bible says, For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee, and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. The second verse is in the book of Luke, chapter 16, verse 13. There the Bible says, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. The third verse is in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 3. There the Bible says, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I'll come upon thee. Brothers and sisters, we don't know when we're going to leave this world. We don't know what tomorrow holds. Therefore I pray you get right with God while you can. After this, Jesus took me to heaven. And we walk through those golden gates. I walk on the streets of gold only for a moment. There I saw a great multitude of people of every nation of all tribe and languages and they stood before the throne clothed in white robes some were people I knew preachers and prophets of Bible days everything so beautiful everybody so happy you could see the love upon their faces I started to feel the joy and peace as I walk around I didn't want to leave and there Jesus revealed to me a huge time clock. The hands are about to strike twelve. He said, time's running out. It's time to go. But there's one thing I did. I ran from Jesus. I said, Lord, I don't want to go. I want to stay. But we had to leave. And as we were coming back, I saw the earth like a small golf ball. We were in the heavens. And after this he brought me back to my bedroom. Where my body was laying. And he reached out towards where my heart was. The flesh around my heart had just opened up. And Jesus took my old heart out. And threw it into the lake of fire. Then he replaced it with a new one. And the flesh came back together. And I stood there watching and thinking, Wow, even the skin and bones listen to Jesus. Later on, as I searched my Bible, I found Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 27. There I cried like a baby, because it was scriptural. There the Bible says, A new heart also will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statues. That you shall keep my judgment and do them.
After that, Jesus put my soul back into my body. But my new heart wasn't running yet. And I could see my wife still holding my hand, praying. And soon the bedroom was filled with thousands of angels. They were singing and praising with the most beautiful songs I ever heard. The music itself was so overwhelming. And one angel stepped out and spoke. He said, the blood of Jesus is coming. And all the angels began to praise and worship. Then the blood of Jesus came upon us. And from my head to my toes, it washed all the sins, the alcohol, the drugs out of my body. It felt like warm water come upon you. As I look at myself, all the darkness on my body was gone. I was all white and clean. Then moments later, the same angel stepped out again and said, The Holy Spirit is coming. And the angels began to sing and worship again. The Holy Spirit came upon us and filled us. And my soul was jumping up and down, saying, At last, I got the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of the Lord was hot, like electricity. He was like fire burning in my bones. And the angels were still singing and praising. When Jesus said, Son, go tell the people what I reveal unto you. And he touched my new heart with his finger. And it started to run. Then slowly my eyes began to open. I realized my body had gone cold. I could barely speak. I asked my wife what happened. She looked at me with big round eyes and said, Are you alright? You just died and come back. And she began to cry. And there was pain all around my chest area. Felt like you had surgery. And I was so weak and thirsty. The first thing I asked for was water. Soon my memory started coming back. And I realized what had just happened. And there I fell on my knees and prayed for the next three hours until the sun came up. From that day on, life's been different for me. I was a, re I was a rebel, but God brought me down to my knees, crying like a baby, begging for mercy. I used to think to myself, I'm going to hell, it doesn't matter. But never did I realize how painful hell would be until, until the Lord revealed it unto me himself. Now I thank the Lord every day for the life he has restored unto me, to me and my family, and the ministry he laid before me. Brothers and sisters, Whomever is listening to this testimony, I pray that you're not playing church and serving two masters. Because you cannot play with God 
It's a very dangerous thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So don't be deceived. God is not mocked. The Bible says, What a man soweth he shall reap. Ye sow wickedness, you reap the same. Yes, God is a God of love. He's full of compassion and mercy. He's a God of a second chance. But He's also a God of wrath and a God of judgment. The Bible says He's a consuming fire. So we need to be prepared. Because you don't know when you're going to die. The Bible says in Hebrews 9.27 For man is appointed once to die. After this the judgment. The day is going to come. We're going to all stand before God. And the books will be open. You're going to be there. Everybody that's listening to this testimony will be there. Because there's one appointment that you'll never miss. This may be your last call. Don't rebel against God. Think about it. It's going to be heaven or hell. You may not get another chance like I did. It's only by the grace of God. I'm here today to share with you my testimony. Won't you lift up your hands and tell the Lord, Thank you for warning me. Thank you for this precious life. If you want to be saved and need prayer, let me pray with you right now. Lord Jesus, forgive me. I receive you as my personal Savior. Come into my heart and life. Give me eternal life to where I will live with you forever like you promised. Give me a life of peace and joy. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And amen. And I thank you for your time. May God bless each and every one of you. And if you want to write to me, my address is Last Living Days Ministries, Theo Nez, P.O. Box 3701, Farmington, New Mexico, 87499. What you heard in this testimony is a true story. I'm a Navajo Indian. I live in the Four Corners. I dedicate this tape to all the Native Americans across the country. I give my permission to duplicate this testimony as long as it's not sold or edited.